Welcome to the Quality Christian Living Podcast. I am your host, David Friend. We're continuing our series dealing with abundant living, and today we're going to tackle the topic of how to have abundant peace. We're going to get into several topics. Let me give you a few right now. How can we live with peace through everything we face in life? Which scriptures will help us to have that peace? I'm going to give you seven steps to live an abundant life filled with peace. Is it possible to experience peace every day that we live? And before the end of this podcast, the Word of God will provide abundant peace for every single believer. But before we get into it, let's pray and ask for the Holy Spirit's guidance and direction. Heavenly Father, I thank you once again for who you are. I pray that you would bless this podcast, bless what takes place. And I pray for your anointing. Now, I need the Holy Spirit to come and do a very special work today and reach out and touch people. I've put my time into this. I've prepared. I've prayed. I've studied. But Lord, without your anointing, without the Holy Spirit coming in, this will not have the impact that it needs to have. So I pray that you would bless it now. And Lord, that people would receive a special touch today and understand what it is to how to have abundant peace throughout their life. And I'll thank you for what's about to take place. And I ask for these things in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I hope you're looking forward to this because I certainly am. I've spent time preparing it. I really believe that God's going to speak to people's hearts and touch them today. And if you've been struggling with peace and wondering why you don't have it, I believe God wants us to have an abundance of peace, right? Not just a little bit, not just a tiny bit to get by, but more abundant living, the type of life that's filled with happiness and joy and peace and thanksgiving. Doesn't mean we won't have trials. Doesn't mean we're not going to have challenges. But we can have peace that surpasses all understanding. Because that's how I define abundant living. It's as having a peace that is more than we can ever imagine or even think. We cannot live an abundant life if we have worry and we have anxiety and we're filled with fear. Now in this podcast, I pray according to the Holy Spirit's direction that I'll be able to provide scriptures that direct us to an abundant peace in our life. Let me start with seven steps to live abundantly with peace. Now that's a lot of steps for a podcast, but we're going to that's going to be the really the foundation of this particular podcast today. So let me give you step number 1. We need to start a plan every day when we wake up to thank the Lord for a peace, peaceful day, a wonderful peaceful day. That means we must claim God's promises for peace when we get out of bed. Even before we roll out of bed, we say, Lord, I just want to have a good day today. This is the day that the Lord has made. I shall rejoice and be glad in it. Something like that. It doesn't have to be those exact words, but we need to believe and claim a good day. We need to call forth a good day before we get out of bed. Now, I realize that many of those listening may feel that this is impossible. You just can't do that every morning because you wake up slow and lazy and whatever. But if you do, come on, get with me on this and just rise up and say, this is going to be a good day. Now, due to the challenges of life, with illnesses and financial problems and relationship issues or work trials, whatever, some may feel that they just cannot live in peace every day. But you can because God is able to do anything, right? He's able to do everything. He's able to to do exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond anything we can imagine and even think. That's how we have to approach this podcast today. That is how most uh, individuals that I've talked to feel that, that they're going to struggle with peace. It's just the way life is. No, let's, let's rise above that. Let's put it in the past and say, that's how I used to think, but today I'm changing. I'm going to 
trust God's word. I'm going to believe that I can wake up and have a good day and claim the abundant peace that God wants me to have. God's word promises us peace. His word promises us abundant living. And throughout this podcast, you've heard me say that over and over again, how we can live that abundant life. This podcast is based upon John 10.10, where Jesus is speaking, and he says, the devil or Satan comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. He said, but I've come that you may have peace and that you may have it more abundantly. Now, that's the foundation of this teaching on abundant living. It's not something about hype. It's not something about positive thinking or I can do all things because of who I am and I've got this and I've got that mind over matter and all that. That is not what I'm talking about today. I'm talking about abundant peace, abundant living that Jesus promised us. So let me give you a couple scriptures that I think have helped me and will help you to understand how to live with abundant peace every day. In Psalm 118 verse 24 in the New Living Translation, it says this, this is the day the Lord has made. All right, we need to accept that, right? He's made every day. He's made this day. We will, not I hope, we will rejoice and be glad in it. You see, it's our choice. We need to move into the into the program, the thought, the process of saying, I will rejoice and be glad in this day that God has made. That's just claiming a promise from God. It's our choice. Let's make that decision to say, I'm going to have a good day. Maybe some of you out there may be having a difficult day and you're about ready to turn this thing off and you're thinking, oh, I just can't believe this. But why don't you just stop and think, no, I'm not going to turn it off. I'm going to listen. I'm going to claim this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice and I will will be glad in it. All right, Psalm 118 again, verse number one in the New Living Translation. It says this, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. So in order to have a abundant life and live every day abundantly, we need to enter into his courts with thanksgiving. That's a scripture that's so powerful. So this scripture is telling us, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. You see, we thank God for who he is before anything in our hands in our life happens, whether it be good or be bad, we just thank God because he is good and that he is faithful and that his love endures forever. Now, who else can you say that about? You might have a good friend, but they may be, you know, kind one day to you and maybe a little rough with you the next day. You may have a a marriage where maybe it's up and down, whatever. You may have children that treat you nice one day and don't treat you that well the next day. You may have a boss who treats you wonderful one day and then is a tyrant the next day. But God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And what I've given you so far is that this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And that give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His faithfulness and his love endures forever. Let me give you another scripture found once again in Psalm 118 and verse 6 in the New Living Translation. The Lord is for me. You know, we could probably just stop right there and talk about we've got to, how much we've got to believe that in order to live with peace in our life and have abundant peace in our life. The Lord is for me. You know, God's the only one that's always going to be for us. It says here, so I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? Think about what that verse is saying. The Lord is for me. You know, God's on my side. He is our biggest fan. He's on our side of the court. He's cheering us on. He's believing for us. He's encouraging us. He looks at us as being more than overcomers, more than conquerors. He looks at us living the abundant life. He wants us to be filled with joy and happiness and peace. He wants us to live with the fruit of the Spirit and and have love and joy and peace and patience and goodness and kindness and gentleness and faithfulness in our own heart and each and every day. So remember, 
remember, God's on our side. Psalm 118 verse 1, and it says, I'm sorry, Psalm 118 verse 6, New Living Translation, the Lord is for me. You know, that ought to get us started. Just that alone, knowing that God's on our side. So I will have no fear. And we've got to get fear out of our life. We can't have abundant living and have abundant peace in our life if we're walking around with fear. What can mere people do to me? You see, I've been threatened in my life with lawsuits. I know what it's like to have a business and having people having a difficult time with you and challenging you. I used to build very luxurious custom homes. And when I did that, I would have some wonderful customers and I'd have some terrible customers. And I had one customer in particular who would call me up and he'd say, well, I don't like what you're doing. I don't like the home that you're building. And so I'm going to sue you for all the money I've given you. And I want all my money back and I'm going to, you know, just, just try and destroy your company. And I think, oh my goodness, here we go again. I know what challenges are like, but I know that God was on my side and the Lord is for me. I remember meeting with that guy. And even though he would meet with his attorneys, I'd just come by myself. I'd walk into the room and he'd have a couple of attorneys. He'd be there and, and he'd have that mean look in his face and they would too. And I'd walk in there saying, now, what is it that we need to do? You know, I'm building you a beautiful, luxurious home. When it's finished, it'll be absolutely gorgeous. You'll be proud to live there and I'll be happy and pleased to be able to provide that home for you. And they would say, well, we just don't like what's going on and we think it's junk and it's terrible this. And, and I would sit down and I would look across the table at this man and look right into his eyes. He was a Christian. I'd look at him and say, what is it that you need? What do you want me to do for you? And when I made that eye to eye contact, God would give me favor with him. And on the first time we had that meeting with him and his attorneys, he just looked at me and he put his head down. And he says, I can't look at you. And I said, no, I want to look you right in the eyes and tell you, I want to do what you want. I want to make you happy. And he looked up again. He looked at me, put his head down. He said, I can't do this. He told his attorney, his attorneys, no, we're not going to sue them. Uh, the meeting is over. He looked at me and said, I'm sorry that I called this meeting. Let's just continue on. And so we just dismissed. We shook hands and I walked out of the room. I said, well, thank you, Lord, because I, I was thinking that's Skip scripture is why that story came up. Psalm 118 verse 6, the Lord is for me, so I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? You see, if God's on my side, I don't need to worry about who's on the other side. And so that settled that argument. But then again, maybe three or four months later, this guy went off again on a tangent same guy, the same house. And he got his attorneys together. He says, this time I'm going through with it. Let's have our meeting. And so we met. I prayed that God would give me favor. I prayed that I could settle this thing and just get over with it. It's a house I'm building. It's not life or death. And so we walked in the room, two attorneys again. He's there. I looked him in the eye and I said, okay, what is it that you need? What do you want me to do? I'm here to do whatever you need. He looked up at me and then he put his head back down again. And I said, no, I need to look in the eye. We need to correspond in the eye. You tell me face to face, what's the problem? I'll take care of it. He looked up again, looked me straight in the eyes and said, I can't do this. And he told his attorneys, I'm sorry, but I just can't. I can't look at him and sue him. You see, that's God is my defender. That's God on my side. That's God with me, that he's my strength. And I didn't need anything other than that. I said, well, I'm, I'll do whatever you need. But if we're done here, then I'm going to get back to finishing up your home and you're going to move into it and love it. And so we shook hands, went out of the room again. Well, I completed the house. And later on, he went and told me it, he just loved the house and it was wonderful. And, and he was sorry for the difficulties we had. But we moved on, you see, because he was trying to steal my joy. He was trying to steal my peace. He was trying to take over things. But I just thought, no, I'm going to believe in what God has to say. I'm going to believe that, that God is there to help me 
and he's going to give me peace through this thing and give me abundant peace and solve my problems and my trials. And he did. And I've had situations like that happen in business in many situations where I would just simply pray and God would intervene. We just need to do that. We need to put God first in all things and he will bring peace into our life. Peace that passes all understanding. Here's another scripture. Once again, in the book of Psalms 118, this time verse 14, the New Living Translation. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has given me victory. Well, that's the story That's the that I, that I just went through. He gave me victory in that situation. And to God be all the glory and praise for that. Now, you know, I could go on and on and on giving you scriptures that direct us to living abundantly and having abundant peace in our life. But that would take a couple of hours or more. And I need to keep this podcast within 30 minutes or less because that's what I believe is the maximum amount of listening that people have. The ability to do is just listen intently for about 30 minutes or less and then they're pretty much done. So the point that I'm trying to make is that if we try to live in peace without claiming the promises of God, we will never experience abundant peace. I guess what I'm also saying is if we wake up and just accept whatever the world has to offer each day, we will never be able to live in peace. May I suggest that you keep the scriptures I used are ones that speak to you in your phone or write them down somewhere so that they are so that they are readily available to you when you need to have reassurance and that peace in your life. Now I'm halfway through the podcast and we've only done one point. So we're going to pick up the pace just a little bit more here. Step number two, to live with an abundant amount of peace in your life. Avoid negative people who want to speak pessimistic or negative words into your life. In Proverbs 14, verse 7, it says here, Stay away from a fool, for you will not find knowledge on their lips. A fool is a person who's negative. That's how I define a fool. A negative, pessimistic person. They just can't seem to have any idea that anything's ever going to turn out right. And they just do foolish things and say foolish things. The word fool refers to spiritually lacking people. People who don't live according to what the Holy Spirit wants to lead them into. People who don't follow the unction and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. People who do things on their own and ignore the Word of God and just move on boldly to do things the way they want to. They're negative people and they have they have an infection and they want that infection to spread. You know, a couple days ago I came down with an infection, a cold, and went to the doctor and he said, it's not a big deal. He says, but just take this and take that. We'll get that infection taken out of you. Well, anytime we have some infection in our body, we want it out of us. And pessimistic people try to bring their infection into your life. And so step two is avoid getting involved with pessimistic or negative people into your life. Step number three, to live with abundance of peace, that is peace that is more than enough peace to rise above the challenges of life. We need to take authority over fear. 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7 in the New Living Translation says this, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Another translation says, and a sound mind. Because we need to have a sound mind and we need to take authority over fear in the name of Jesus. Sometimes when that fear comes or a shock comes in my life, I say I take authority over that in the name of Jesus. I'm not going to allow it in my mind, in my thoughts, in my heart. I'm not. Gonna, first, I'm going to block it from my mind because if my mind takes it and puts it in my 
my into my mind, then my heart will receive it and it gets deeper into me. So I like to take authority over fear as soon as it pops up. If you get a bad diagnosis from a doctor, say I take authority over that in Jesus' name. I rebuke that thought, that fear, that anxiety, that worry, and be cast away from me. So we need to take authority over that in the name of Jesus, not in your own strength or your own ability, but in the name of Jesus, we take authority over those things. Oh wait, we need to move on. Step number four, find someone who needs help to live in peace and tell them what works for you. Speak happy things into them. Tell them God loves them. Show them scriptures that have blessed you and it'll bless them. Now, when I was a teenager, there was a song called Don't Worry, Be Happy. And it was a silly little song, but it's got a great premise. Don't worry, be happy. And so we've got to avoid worry. We've got to avoid fear. But when you need to have more peace in your life, then go to someone who also lacks peace and is struggling with that and show them what needs to be done. You'll be teaching them and teaching yourself. That applies to everything in life, whether it's friendship, whether it's finances, whether it's a career, whether it's raising children, whatever you need, you got to give it away in order to have it come back into your life. And so I would encourage you that when you're looking for peace, then share your thoughts about peace with other people and bless them. Step number five, we must remember where our our source of peace comes from. Jesus is our peace and he wants us to receive it. Jesus left us with the Holy Spirit to live within us. He is our comforter and our peace. Ephesians 2.14 in the New International Version says, for he himself is our peace. All right, step number six, to live with an abundance of peace, we need to read what the Apostle Paul wrote in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 4. This is powerful, and I'm going to have to probably start moving towards closing this podcast up, but this is a crucial scripture to understand how to live with abundance of peace. Here's what Paul said in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 4. Always be full of joy in the Lord. Boy, that word always is a big word, isn't it? But always be full of the joy of the Lord. He's our strength. He says, I say it again, rejoice in verse five. Don't worry about anything. You know, if, if we were just to stop right here and, and yet just that last sentence, don't worry about anything, this would be the most successful podcast I've ever done. If we could get people to be full of the joy of the Lord and don't worry about anything. Then Paul says, instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace. Now, by the way, that's abundant peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. That also is abundant peace. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Now, after he said all that, you think he was done, right? You think after he told us to always be full of the joy of the Lord, he says, and say it again, rejoice. He says, and don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. And he says, and tell God what you need. And then, of course, thank him for all he's done. You know, we need to do that. We need to remember to thank God for what he's done rather than just constantly asking for more and more and more. We need to stop and say, hey, Lord, thank you for what you've done and how you've blessed us and helped us. And then Paul's in, and then, then you will experience God's peace. Of course, that's abundant peace, which exceeds anything that we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and mind as you live in Christ Jesus. And, you know, wouldn't you think that isn't that enough? No, Paul's got so much in his heart and so much he wants to share with us that he gives us additional help here. And he says this, this is so incredible. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. At the end of verse 9, he says this, Then the God of peace 
will be with you. Now, I could summarize this entire podcast just on that Philippians chapter 4 verses all the way through verse 9 where it talks about how to live with peace in our life. We got to first understand that God is on our side. He's in our corner, remember? I said that earlier that that he's our he's our quite frankly, he's our biggest fan. He's our cheerleader. He's the guy that that's waving the pom-poms and cheering us on and saying, "Go get him. You can do it. You can do it. You can accomplish things. You can be successful. You can have abundant living. You can have a wonderful life." through him only through him can we have that kind of a life so we've got to understand that and believe that and trust that so that we will live that type of life so let me before i rush through step six let me just a little slower go through a couple of those comments because sometimes i know i talk a little fast and i think in this particular case i need to kind of refresh that a little bit and restate some of that in order to understand that on step six to live with an abundance of peace in our life We've got to understand that we need to always be full of the joy of the Lord. Now, when something negative happens, just say, I'm not receiving that. I'm going to be full of the joy of the Lord. And then we need to say it again. And then we need to rejoice. Father, I rejoice in you. I don't rejoice in my problem. I don't rejoice in my trial. I rejoice in you. And Lord, I'm not going to worry about anything. And I can do that in Jesus' name. You see, we've got to stop that fear. We've got to stop that doubt. We've got to stop that attack before it gets into our mind and then goes down into our heart and it gets deep inside there. It's hard to get out. And then Paul says, instead of, of worrying and all that junk, he says, pray about everything. So there we need to stop. And remember, we should be praying about everything we do. I know the Lord put upon my heart many years ago that before, when I get in the car, the, before I drive out of my driveway, I say, Father, I ask for your touch and your guidance and direction as I back out of my, out of my garage onto the street and down the road that you guide and direct me. I just plead the blood of Jesus, your hand of protection, that is, over me as where I'm driving and help me to turn the right direction and that you'd protect me from any harm, any evil, danger, or harm. And I don't go on to it, you know, for 10 minutes talking about that. I just do about a 30-second, 40-second little prayer before I drive out because I want God to guide my steps. And it really gives my wife and I peace uh, when we're out. And even when we have other people in the car, I like to say, before we drive, Father, just guide and direct us. Be with us and protect us. You see, that's called praying about everything. And we need to pray more. I'm sure everyone out there knows that all of us need to pray more and believe that God loves to hear our prayers. And then he says, and tell God what you need. A lot of times we go around with burdens and problems and stuff, and we don't realize that we've first got to tell him what our need is. The Bible says we have not because we ask not. So therefore, I'm not afraid to ask God for anything. If I've got a sickness in my body, I I like to ask God first, right up front, Lord, heal me. I need your divine healing touch. And many times it just goes away. Instead of running to my medicine cabinet to grab a, a pile of pills and there's nothing wrong with the pills. I don't have a problem with those things. But in, in rather than just running there and grabbing those, I like to first lay hands on myself and say, Father, you made this body. I need a divine touch. I thank you for what you've done in the past, how you've kept me strong and solid and healed me of many things. But now I need a touch from you for this other issue. And when we do that, we're just putting our confidence in him. And Paul said, tell God what you need. And and then thank him for all that he's done. Then you will experience God's peace. You see, it says first we got to pray, then we got to tell God what we need, and then we got to thank him, and that's when we get the peace. And that peace, Paul says, which I just love this, it exceeds anything 
we can understand. It's beyond our own understanding. We can't comprehend the peace that God will give us. We'll have peace in the middle of a storm. We'll have peace in the middle of a trial. We'll have peace if we get a terrible diagnosis from the doctor. When the doctor looked at me eight years ago and said, the cancer that's in your body is so severe that you may only have six months to live. There's no cure for it. You may only have six months. And instantly the Holy Spirit told me what to respond to him. So let me get this straight. You're trying to scare me with heaven. Now that's not me. That's not my nature. But God put that in me that I responded to the doctor with peace that passes all understanding. The doctors looked at me and he said, wow, you must really believe that. And I said, and yes, doctor, you will too before this is over. And that was eight years ago. He told me I may have only six months to live. Wow. I I can get excited about that just thinking about it. And now dear brothers and sisters, he says one final thing, fix your thoughts on, he's saying on good stuff, on good, good things, true things, honorable things, right things, lovely things, and admirable things. He's saying, fix your thoughts on those things and, and those things that are excellent and they're worthy of praise. I'll tell you, if we can just get this verse into us, just just let it saturate us and pre- repeat it day after day after day and week after week and month after month and year after year. You know, it's the one verse, the one for sure verse that I make sure I pray every single day. And I don't even, I just can't go to sleep at night without thanking God. I always like to say, Father, I just thank you, Lord, that I can bring everything to you. And Lord, that I, and I can thank you in advance for it, but I bring my thoughts and my needs to you, Father. And that you promise that you'd give me peace that passes all understanding. And I just, you know, it's my own, I've kind of, you know, kind of modified a little bit to apply just directly to me, but it's still the theme of what Paul is saying here. And it really gives me a peace that passes all understanding. And I want to pass that on to you. And I hope that that would be something that you would like to do. I'm so sorry, but I keep referring to me and I, but when something works for me, I want to share it with someone else. And I hope that you would do the same thing in your walk with God. Now let's get to verse number seven now. To live with an abundance of peace. Remember, we cannot do this on our own. Paul said, all things are possible with God. God gave peace to David when he faced Goliath. God gave peace to Paul in prison. He can and will give us peace, abundant peace, when we trust in God and in his word. Not just peace, but abundant peace, overflowing more than enough. With that, I'm ending this podcast. I hope it's been a blessing to you. I'm going to pray for you and ask God's blessing upon you, that you would receive a blessing from the Lord and receive his abundant peace. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for this podcast, and I pray for those who maybe are struggling with peace, that you would bless them and help them, Father, that they would put their full confidence in you. They would thank you first for all that they've that you've done for them, Father, and then ask you for what they need, Father. I pray you would put these scriptures in their hearts, in their minds, and they would walk in peace and not fear. They'd walk in strength and not doubt, and they would put their total trust and confidence in you. Thank you for this opportunity, and I'll be careful now to give you the praise for what's taken place today and give you all the glory. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, this podcast has really gone fast today. I had a lot to cover, and I guess we got all the steps in, which is nice, but I'd like to encourage you if you'd like to know more about Quality Christian Living, our podcast series that we do, you can go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you go there, you'll find on that front page, when you pull that webpage up, you'll see a link to all my podcasts. This is the 270th podcast that I've done in soon approaching three years. And I know God has, has blessed them. And we've been to as many as been downloaded as many as I think 129 countries in one particular month. I thank God for that. It's only because of him that that's taking place. But if you'd like to hit the link on that uh, webpage, you can pull up my 270 podcasts. There's series there dealing with faith, 
and hope and prosperity and getting out of debt and how to have uh, faith for miracles and how to walk in the gifts of the Spirit and receive the manifest- manifestations of the Holy Spirit in your life. And I believe just a plethora of topics that would be a blessing to you. We did that to help Christians grow and live a quality Christian life. In addition to that, if you would like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that by by going to cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcast and you can subscribe to Quality Christian Living. While you're on my webpage, you can scroll down a little bit and you'll notice that I've got five books that are on Amazon right now. One has to do with getting out of debt. Another one has to do with faith. Another one has to do with what generosity is all about. And there's two more books dealing with veterans and my experiences I had in Vietnam and how to deal with PTSD and diseases that have come down through exposure to Agent Orange. That's helpful to our veterans. So all that information is there. There'll be a new book coming out very soon in the next 30, maybe 60 days. It's entitled Faith for Miracles. And I'm very excited about the book because it's really a culmination of all the things in my life I've experienced with miracle healings for myself and for others. And I believe it'll be a blessing to you and help each and every person believe in miracles. And they have not stopped. God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he's continuing to do miracles today in this world. So I hope that'll be a blessing to you. As we go on in our podcast, my next podcast is entitled How to Live Abundantly During Trials. We're continuing our speaking on abundant living and to talk about how to live abundantly during trials is very different than what we talked about in in having peace. And the Lord's given me some different thoughts and different scriptures to use and I believe that they'll be a blessing to you. So I look forward to you tuning into that. Let your friends and family members know about Quality Christian Living. We're doing one every single week and we've been doing that uh, Matter of fact, uh, for now nearly three years through the Charisma Media Group, and I'm very thankful to be blessed to be a part of that. So with that, I'd like to close this podcast with these words. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you, and may he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. So until next time, may God richly bless you, and may you receive the abundant peace that God's promises for your life. Thank you once again for listening to Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. This was podcast number 270.